everybody. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Twitch's A Twadcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Sienna. And I don't know why I'm speaking like this, but I kind of like it. Are. Is this your professional <laughs> podcasting voice? We're 23 episodes, 22 episodes deep. She's doing it finally. Here we are. And <laughs> this is an episode. <laughs> is this oh, what no. happened when we watch Monty Python? Is that what this is? This must be what happens. Um, anyway, we're twins. And we talk about witches. We do. Um, that's the title Twitches, a Twadcast. You know the ones. Us. Um, if you know, us. if you're here, you know the ones. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. It's us. And uh, yeah. How, how are you doing, Sienna? How are things going? Well, Alexa, I know the last time we recorded, we were together recording. We're not together anymore. That was a short-lived fantasy, I'm afraid, for all of our listeners. But uh, I am currently secluded in the basement of a house in Vermont, living out another two-week session of quarantining. But she's one week in, mm-hmm. and uh, one week left, and then she can tentatively interact with our human parents. I'm very excited. Yes. So close. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Today, we're here to talk about the fucking Sims. Finally, people. I got Alexa to agree to it. I got her hooked. She's going to dedicate years of her life to this game. I'm very excited. It's legitimately dangerous how easy it is to, like, fall into the Sims for hours. I... I had completely forgotten. I don't think I have played a Sims game since Sixth tenth grade? grade. No, way Didn't before tenth grade. No, no, no. But I mean, we were playing it in sixth and seventh for sure. But then, did we? I think keep by the playing? time we were in high school, we thought we were too cool for the Sims. Okay, so maybe sixth, seventh, eighth. We definitely fell off. For a little bit of history of our history with the Sims, we both played. Uh, I mean, who didn't play The Sims when it first came out, right? Like, that was when, that was like one of the first computer games to really like break onto the scene. I think you must have asked for it from our parents for like Christmas or a birthday or something. Because we, of course, I feel like a lot of, a lot of kids our age have this story where you played Sims for the first time at a at friend's house. Else's house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if you were lucky, that friend already knew all the cheat codes. And we had all lucky. the expansion packs. <laughs> yep. Um, so we were introduced to the Sims and then I, cause we didn't play any other sort of video games. We still really. don't. We still don't. Um, definitely no games with the you know the joysticks yeah what are controllers the, the controllers we don't the ones do, with the buttons yeah we don't do that genre um and you know other than jumpstart third grade i don't think we really played a lot of computer games until the sims um and then we played the sims of course the sims had the first iteration of the sims had um, every So every version of The Sims has had magic in it at some point. The first version of The Sims had making magic, which we definitely had. Um, because those dragons, iconic. I still wish those were in the game now. Okay, so I will tell you. So um, actually, here, let me go ahead and sum up The Sims 
for those who are not in the know, because I would not have been in the know had I not like just done some research and played this. So if it's been a while since you've played The Sims, if you weren't that into it, if you aren't that into it, etc. There have been four iterations of The Sims. Um, Sims, the first Sims. Just The Sims, before the Sims. we knew. That was kind of the... <laughs> The natural progression after Sim City, I think, or a roller coaster tycoon, kind of that genre of game. Yes. Um, so we had The Sims, um, and that would have been oh, 2001, 2002, something like that, around those years. Um, and then since then, there have been four versions. So three versions two, since then. Three versions since then aside from the first version, Sims 2, Sims 3, and The Sims 4, which is the current version of the game that Sienna and actually, like, a lot of people are very into. I have podcasts I listen to of people that I respect greatly who make frequent Sims references, so... This podcast is one of them. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, so that's, um, that's the story of The Sims. It's, if you haven't played it since the beginning years, it's advanced a lot in terms of graphics, the look. Sienna mods her Sims, so yes, she she CC, would know. Baby. Okay, she would have more information on the on the details because she is a what do they call you people? Sims? Simmers, Simmers, is Simmers. that what it is? Simmers, Simmers I think. Okay, uh, so we played the original iteration and then we played the sims 2 neither of us played the sims 3 that was kind of like when we were in college and discovering alcohol so that started more important hanging out with other people <laughs> not fun. spending hours of our lives on a computer game of fictional <laughs> imagine, people imagine if like our college experience had been like playing the sims <laughs> like that's dark man <laughs> That is Yeah, it's so upsetting. so much more dark than now as almost 30-year-olds playing The Sims. Now we get to do what we want because we did the college thing. Look, we had the college experience. We did that. We can chat. And now my Sims box. get to have the college experience. <laughs> Which is what's really important. Um, and right now, none of us get to interact with people, so we can make our Sims do it. I actually, and this is something I talked about with Alexa as our lovely uh, local English major, I read recently that writers like to play The Sims as a way to practice storytelling in an environment that doesn't matter at all. And you can like run three times the speed on it and just kind of be like, what, do, what kind of story do I want to tell? What do I want to shake out? And that's hilarious to me because that sounds exactly like something a writer would say when they're not writing and they're playing sims <laughs> and they're hours like playing this game. Uh, it helps me with storytelling so i'm gonna do this for three hours instead of putting my hands on the keyboard and writing a fucking story i put my hands on the keyboard but it's only to spell out mother load and that friends is um a cheat code just for you guys we came up with it no that's literally the most well-known cheat code in the game if you played the sims one originally you probably would have played with ka-ching or rosebud rosebud is the one that i remember our middle school friend telling us about semicolon space Space, semicolon semicolon space space. (laughs) to get that money okay so again returning to recap 
to get that I'm gonna money. I'm going to play The Sims so hard after we finish this. <laughs> to get that money because the goal of The Sims is you have a family or a person or people and you- Simulated life. A simulated life. They have- they have career goals, you can build their house, you can have them make friends, you can have them make love, you can- Woohoo, uh, Alexa, please. <laughs> you can have them woohoo, um, which, you know, I think everyone who played Sims in middle school was aware of that feature. Um, what a bunch of little perverts. <laughs> yeah, we were. Not anymore. What? <laughs> <laughs> so that's The Sims. Um and in terms of magic in The Sims, like Sienna mentioned, there are magic versions um, of The Sims for one, two, and three, and four. Um, the version we're going to talk about is The Sims 4 Realm of Magic, which, um, and this, this information is what I pulled from sims.fandom.com, which is basically The Sims Wiki. Uh, Sims 4 Realm of Magic is the eighth game pack for The Sims 4. It came out in 2019, and the focus of the pack is magic. It includes a new life state, Sienna's going to tell us what that is, spellcasters, and a new world, Glimmerbrook. Sienna, what's a new life state? Uh, so essentially in The Sims 4, in The Sims 1, if you played The Sims 1, it was like anybody could do magic, right? Like, and essentially, if you had the expansion pack, this guy would come to your house when you started the game and drop off like a box that had like magic coins and a hole into the magic world that they built for the first game. In the fourth game, uh, magic users are like mermaids or vampires in that they are like a separate species essentially from the regular normal sims so like when i play the sims as a grown adult now which is something i do and i'm going to say multiple times on this podcast <laughs> i don't really play with magic sims normally because i play like <laughs> quote real life in quote <laughs> uh, she plays with real human sims <laughs> mm -hmm. i have a legacy family thank you very much oh my gosh I already can't with this podcast. So yes, The Sims 2, so The Sims, the OG Sims had Make and Magic expansion pack. The Sims 2 had Apartment Life where they just sort of um, included witches and, and witchcraft in Apartment Life. And then The Sims 3 had Supernatural. Um, and then we get to The Sims 4, Realm of Magic. Now the thing about so you're saying when we were growing up, we had the the first Sims Make It Magic, Magic expansion pack. Because when I was watching videos to get ready for this podcast, I there were elements to it, like having a dragon for a pet that did feel very familiar. You remember you had to be careful not to over-coddle the dragon egg or under-coddle the dragon egg because <laughs> it would mean you had like a really bratty dragon. Okay, that sounds so familiar to me, but then the fact that there was a whole other magic world with like a circus and stuff like that, I don't remember that. Don't you remember you could all. like travel there and then they had stages where you could like practice magic, but it was actually like magician style magic, meaning like separating people in half and like that kind of magic as opposed to doing actual magic. Also, um, to set the scene for you guys, I want you to imagine 
seventh grade, eighth grade, Sienna and Alexa, right? Sitting at the family desktop Mm -hmm. computer down sort of in the din area in our house in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. Um, And one of us is sitting on the computer and playing The Sims. And there is an egg timer going (laughs) with one hour. We get one hour of computer play. Where is the other twin while this twin enacts her Sims drama? Good question. She's sitting in a right chair next to her. <laughs> right next to that, to that uh, twin. So in actuality, we kind of got two hours. So here's the, the, the perk of having a twin. Your parents say you only get one hour of computer time, <laughs> but if you sit right next to her while she is on the desktop, playing The Sims, which by the way, takes what, 15 minutes to load anyway, um, then you kind of get that extra hour. And then the, the egg timer goes off and you do what? You fucking switch. You switch chairs and the other one sits and watch. And if you're asking you yourself how it looks when you have a twin and you play The Sims 4 in 2020, it was the exact same setup minus the egg timer. <laughs> and it was minus the egg timer and um, and minus the like behemoth of a desktop to computer. But uh, very true. Perched on the edge of your chair right next to your twin and commenting on what she's doing with her Sims. That was the same. That was exactly the same. We just didn't have mom being like, please don't spend six hours playing this game. (laughs) Honestly, very grateful that someone was monitoring our TV and computer time because now that I'm an adult and I don't have someone doing that, the hours just fade away. Where do they go? (laughs) How are we almost 30? (laughs) There is a feature on Origin, which is the company that you play The Sims through often, uh, that tells you how many hours you've played the game and it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, so we'll talk about our actual experience playing uh, Realm of Magic and, and doing the magic and stuff. But I will say I had a blast and I will <laughs> not be downloading it because that is like, so the last thing that I need in my life is like another unproductive time suck where I can be like oh but I'm trying out storylines for this story that I'm never gonna write (laughs) I will say uh if you're asking yourself how I got back into the sims as an adult after taking like six years off of this computer game uh the the short answer is depression (laughs) so if you're spending hours in bed already why not create a magical life that's so different from your own why not you know, it's 2020, times are dark. A lot of us are looking for a time suck. Why not? You know, I'll have you guys know that Origin is running a sale right now. So get oh, no. out your way over there, buy yourself The Sims, and kiss goodbye to hours of your quarantine life. I, I honestly can't. I can't because <laughs> I know what my level of self-control is. And I know that it is none. And I know that I had a blast just building a house for ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And we can talk about that later, but that's something that even when we were kids, you were a builder sim. I am not a builder sim. I want to play with, I want to mess with people's lives. I don't care about building a house. (laughs) Um, 
you know, I just want like every floor to be a dance floor. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I want. That's true even in 2020, people. <laughs> that, her design aesthetic did not change at all. <laughs> oh man. I think if I were to download The Sims and like actually get into to building houses and stuff, I'd do, you know, different themes and whatever. There are but... some amazing simmers that build wonderfully. So I just go steal their stuff because this cool new aspect of the sims 4 is that you can upload your builds and your families to the internet and have anybody play with whatever you build or create so i just go you and can steal have other people steal your families mm-hmm. do they why oh would you explain to me why you would do that so like perfect example is like say you wanted to have britney spears in your game you can go search britney spears <laughs> And hundreds and hundreds of people have made Britney Spears Sims that have like Britney Spears personality traits and Britney Spears outfits and all this stuff. And you can download them into your game without, if you don't want to like put in the time to creating your own Britney Spears Sim. Oh, that's a very good reason. I'm glad you explained that to me. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm so, not, I'm not like, using that as the example because I've done that. You could, you could download like every backstreet boy and they have example people have like i would put money on the line that karen kilgariff and georgia hardstark are sims like everyone who has any sort of presence has been made into a sim and and that's not surprising who is the first person everybody makes when they start playing the sims their own damn self like Except for uh, except for this round. Except for this time around. But that's because we were making, we were we decided we wanted to make spellcasters and we each made a spellcaster and then put them into Glimmerbook, Glimmerbrook, which is the world Alexa told us came with this game. And then we sort of played through the features of the Sims 4 Realm of Magic expansion pack. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the characters that we created. I'm thrilled. We will upload photos of these to our Instagram so that you this can, is art. <laughs> you can get the full effect. But just like with putting the um, the disco dance floors in every room of my house in The Sims, uh, I got a little carried away. <laughs> <laughs> there are just so many choices, and when you're only running through it once because your and you haven't been through it down for a minute for a week. Years. <laughs> And you haven't done it in a while. And there are so many outfits. There's so many choices. There are different color choices for every outfit. There you can choose how high up you want their eyes to be. You can choose your, you know, hair style. There, there's so much. So and it was a, a delight. <laughs> what is the name of the character that you created? Right. So um, my character's name is Katy Perry. No relation. No relation. Um, is identifies actually as a dude. Just has the name Katy Perry. So, um, and in that- The Sims Four, you get to pick personality traits, right? So, uh, Katy Perry was a genius, <laughs> a vegetarian, <laughs> mm-hmm. and a bro. Those were the yeah. three traits that you picked for your fictional Katy Perry. I mean, not only is he magic, but um, but he's a magical genius. He's a magical genius with flowers in his hair. So let me describe this this boy to you, this Katy Perry to you. 
Um, you guys, you can give them a fucking glorious flower crown, right? With hair just like like waves down just below the shoulder. Okay. Go off, English major. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Let me paint this picture. Um, his skin is icy gray. Icy gray. Almost blue, but not quite. Um, he has a wizard's mustache, right? With that matches his his black hair. And then the man is wearing just what I have to describe as the sharpest suit that I have ever seen and that I wish I could purchase for myself. Um, black suit jacket and the pants match the lining of the jacket, which is sort of like an Fiery? abstract, like paisley adjacent fire style. Um, and he's wearing just a real sharp pair of loafers. You guys... It is so much fun to design a person. <laughs> or if you happen to previously or currently play The Sims, just so you have this tucked in your back pocket, we only designed one outfit for these Sims. In The Sims yes. 4, you can design like six outfits for like everyday gym wear, cold weather, warm weather, but I was not going to sit through Alexa spending another seven hours of our life to pick out outfits for Katy Perry. You guys, it took me so long to decide on the suit and the colors and everything, but it was- It looks great. It was so worth it. Look, I know- I know how much time I would spend on this if I downloaded it myself. So thanks for letting me. Happy to help. To play on yours, to keep myself from doing that. Um, I chose to go in a different direction. And I made an elder sim whose name is Russell Brandt with a T. So obviously no relation. Obviously no relation. Small, small difference in the name. Um, she is um, great. I'm not a brilliant uh, descriptor, but she has some cool, like she's like a cool white hand tattoo. She wears like um, a very witchcrafty sort of knit sweater cardigan uh, and some chunky boots. And she rocks like a pile on top of her head for her gray hair. And she's fierce as hell. I would uh, and describe her personality- the, oh. I was just going to say, I would describe the hair as like McGonagall adjacent. If you're oh, thinking definitely. bun, bun atop the head, like McGonagall, but just like add some volume. Yeah. Uh, her personality traits are she loves cats. She's creative and she's romantic. Honestly, if love cats is like a whole personality trait, sign me up. I'm a Sim. (laughs) Well, and thank goodness because what household in the Sims would be complete without a beautiful pet? And of course, we did make a beautiful pet who we named Lady Bartholomew. She's a cat. She's a tuxedo cat i guess Mm -hmm. we sort of made her a little bit calico style and she's she's poofy we made her quite poofy i think if i remember correctly the direct quote you can change how poofy you can make the cat you can make it as poofy as you want i mean what a world and i believe the direct quote was i'm gonna make the poofiest cat possible (laughs) and you know what lady bartholomew is a dream so you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to upload our family to the gallery. So if you are listening to this and you want to play with Katy Perry, Russell Brandt, and Lady Bartholomew, I'm going to upload them to the gallery so that you can play with them. You're, 
You're welcome, Simmers. <laughs> when we started the game, we started the game, uh, one of the characters, my character was already a magic user. And then Alexa's character, Katy Perry, uh, we started as a regular sim so that you could play and and learn and sort of see how the game walks you through becoming a magic user. And um, and we had a blast. So we like sort of we didn't go to the house immediately. Um, instead, and that was I like, actually made her wait until we played through <laughs> the whole game, and then I went and took a shower when she built the house. It's true. Um, so we went straight into Glimmerbrook which is the, the magical realm um, in, in The Sims 4. And it's a blast. It's like on a floaty rock thing and you go through portals to get there. It's wild. It's, uh, it is truly one of the most physically beautiful and stunning worlds that have been built out in The Sims 4, I believe. And, and I say that fish. as a Sulani stan, so. A Sulani stan. I, you're gonna have to explain what that means for Sulani our is like the island world in The Sims 4, and it's really beautiful. Okay, okay. I can appreciate an island world. As I mean, look at Katy Perry. He's got I flowers mean, in his hair. Just so we're clear, the hair that you used for Katy Perry is from the <laughs> island expansion pack. Good, good. That makes sense. That checks out. But he pulls off the look. I oh, mean, yeah. It, I mean, it works great with the suit. And it was really interesting because I, someone who's played The Sims 4 a bunch, would never, I don't think I've ever used that suit. And I would never have thought to put that hair with that suit. So good on you. Well, look, he knows his looks. He knows what he's going for. Katy Perry understands fashion. The vibe is strong. It's strong. <laughs> Anyway, so we uh, talk, talk us through how you made Katy Perry a spellcaster. Do you remember? Um, yeah. So once we're in the magic realm, we're in the magic realm. Oh yeah, you have to send your sim to like talk to and stalk like magical people. Magical Essentially, the professors of the this professors. world. They have little symbols above their head, and you go and you click on them, and you're like, you can say hey or you can do all the standard sims things you can flirt with them you can Ooh, like ooh. let me tell you a joke let me tell you about my genius ideas um since my sim was a genius he was telling a lot of people about his genius ideas he really was <laughs> that's like classic katie perry is like bring down the party by being like i'm a genius so, <laughs> um so yeah so then you you chat with them and they'll teach you a spell and i think since we only had a limited time to play, my sim learned two spells. One was like scrubberoo. Mm -hmm. Clean things. <laughs> to clean things. And the other one was maybe set people on fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was it. Um, In The Sims so. 4, they have essentially, they have like three schools of magic. And so it's like chaos magic, practical magic, and... Practical magic. <laughs> Yeah. Throw back to our first episode. To our very first app. Shout out to you if you've been listening since then. I don't Aww. know why you're still listening currently to this particular episode, but thank you. I just you. feel like the like um the diagram of practical who magic like practical stands magic and, and like and Sims, Sims stands is smaller than we think. But I mean, hey, that's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wait until we also throw in Studio Ghibli. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
anyway, yeah. So we just played kind of just to give you a taste of what the game is like and what it looks like now in The Sims 4. Uh, and, but you can, you know, oh, I know something that we did. You can battle each other. You can. Sienna actually pushed her Sims to the magical limit to the point where it backfired and she got cursed, mm-hmm. right? She got yeah. cursed so that other Sims would try and uh, battle her more often. And there are like a bunch of different curses. There's one curse where it literally makes you so ugly that other Sims vomit when they see you. <laughs> That's I was hoping I got that one when we were playing together, but it's okay. Katy Perry would have been crushed if that had happened to him. I mean, crushed. I know. Imagine the storytelling aspect of it, right? You have a Sim who's like so obsessed with how they look, and then if everyone you go, throws up when they see right? them. If you go write a fucking story and you're like, oh, everybody throws up when he sees him, people are going <laughs> to read that book and be like, this motherfucker plays The Sims. What a loser. So there's that. But uh, yeah, it was fun. They also, um, since uh, Katy Perry liked to read, he would like pick up um, a book and you could like hover over the book and see that it was their Sims version of, you know, Harry Potter or whatever. Um, Very detailed, very fun. I enjoyed it a lot. They had giant cauldrons where you could mix shit. And make mac and cheese. And make mac and cheese, which that's, if you're going to, make a cauldron full of mac and cheese, I feel like you'll make a lot of friends. You're quite right. I'd be your friend. (laughs) Somebody make me a cauldron full of mac and cheese. (laughs) I'll see what I can do on my way down. I'll see what I can do. Uh, And then there's one other aspect of this game, which is something that I actually did some research on, which is something we use Lady Bartholomew for. Your Sims. Companion pets. Can have familiars. Yeah. Yeah, so I did some research into familiars because they are a part of this game. And essentially, your Sims can bind themselves to a familiar. You can either purchase a familiar in the, like, magical town. Or if you have the Cats and Dogs expansion pack, which you know I do, uh, you can use your cats and dogs from the game as your familiar. So um, Katy Perry made Lady Bartholomew his familiar. And their purpose is they can, they like essentially have energy reserves. So if your Sim gets overcharged um, and potentially could die from it, the familiar will take that hit for them. It won't die, but it will save your Sim essentially. Oh God, I hate how much this makes me want to download this fucking game. It's a ton of fun. Look, y'all, it's 2020. Play the Sims. Stop denying yourself. I just feel like if I download The Sims, then I have to give up, like, Instagram or television or, like, like, I cannot, if I add another screen time suck, I will just be a screen. I'll turn into a screen. That's me, baby. I don't want to be a screen. I a screen now. No, 2020 got to you. (laughs) I'm a Sim now. (laughs) Goodbye. You are a Sim, though. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm Um, definitely a get famous sim, though. Thank you. Is that an expansion pack? You know it. (laughs) Was that one with the first sims? Wasn't there like a you could be a pop star or something in the Mm -hmm. first sims? I vaguely Uh, remember that. The world that comes with the sims 4 
celebrity pack is called Del Sol Valley, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, regardless, back to familiars, which is what we were talking about. Yes. Uh, so in the game, they are essentially, they can like go forage for spell ingredients for you or protect you from an overcharge. It's pretty straightforward. Um, but familiars in not the sims in real life uh, are a little more complicated than that so i think it's first and foremost i think it's important to explain that familiars are different and have a different history from totem animals or animal spirits like a spirit guide those are different things um totem animals and animal spirit guides typically are much more closely related to uh, communities of color and specifically Native American communities, or at least the history that we have with it, are, is very closely linked to that. Familiars are very Anglo-Saxon in their history. It is medieval or European folklore hardcore. It's um, uh, Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina, but it's uh, stabby knife, silver knife. Golden Compass. Yes. <laughs> Damon's. <laughs> Damon's in the Golden Compass, uh, his Dark Materials series. Wow, yes. that was a struggle to get there. <laughs> the Subtle Knife. That's okay. I got it. We got there. We're good. Hey, you edit this now, so just enjoy <laughs> this whole rant. <laughs> yep, yep. It's, I'm keeping it in. This Heck yeah. Keep goes. it in. Um, so in European folklore, they are often animals, but can also be humanoid or human-shaped, and they are uh, either seen as often something that a devil or demon gives you or something that you sort of like find or stumble upon uh, that is related more closely with magic, but not necessarily with the devil unless you happen to be scared of witches, in which case it's all related to the devil. Um, they are animals that can help you, well, not animals, but animals are humanoid creatures that can help you achieve your goals and, uh, they can come to you in real life or in a dream to teach you lessons or give you valuable information. And unlike a, um, a totem animal or an animal spirit guide, they typically, uh, operate almost independently of the witch or wizard that they're associated with. A great example that we saw while doing this podcast is for the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina episode. So her familiar is Salem the cat, but it's actually a golem that is just choosing to present as a cat, essentially. Um. Which, of course, is very different from the Sabrina the Teenage Witch of the Melissa Joan Hart era, wherein Salem is merely a cursed warlock who has to be a cat for a thousand years or something like that. We um, also for trying see... to take over the world. Classic Salem. <laughs> Classic Salem. Uh, we also see familiars in the original Charmed, not the one that we covered from this podcast that I would say is arguably the superior one, but... In the original Charm series, the Hollowell sisters are gifted a familiar cat that watches over them. It's like kind of not really addressed after like the first season, but 
it's there and it exists. Cat is, cats are very often associated. That's basically what most people think of as a familiar is hmm. a cat. But they can be dogs, wolves, birds, really any animal that the witch or wizard feels um, like a kindred connection to. Hmm. Low-key, like people who are like, my familiar is a wolf. I'm like, yikes, <laughs> staying away from you. <laughs> You know what I mean, though? You know the people I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're basically, a familiar is kind of like a domesticated, well, like a domestic servant, spy, companion, associate, but also like they can come and go as they, or they often come and go as they please and are not necessarily like. It's a sneaky, spooky bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, in The Sims, you can use your cats or your dogs, and then they also have like familiars that they essentially created for the game, which is like a butterfly and a glow frog and a leaf bat. <laughs> like, I don't think I got to see a glow frog. I would have liked to see a glow frog. No, the the familiar that my character Russell Brandt purchased was a butterfly, <laughs> which is described as an interesting creature that is. An unexpected entity that defies normal boundaries and demands a closer inspection. Its true nature is unknown. It's like a tiny... Is it a bunner or is it a fly? <laughs> it's like a tiny flying bun. Or... It's a bunner fly. Um, it's pretty awesome. She also got a broom, listeners. Yeah, so. you can have a broom. You can use a wand or your sim can just cast magic with their hands. It's a fun time. And I don't even play with the magic aspect of the game that much. So it was fun for me to go back and play with it too. Yeah, I definitely had a blast. I could definitely lose hours of my life in that shit. <laughs> and you will. Anyway, uh, that pretty much wraps up the research I did on it. I just thought familiars are really in The Sims for the most uh, unique aspect of magic, I think. You know, again, otherwise it's very broad. It's just like, Scrubberoo, you know, <laughs> oh, scrubberoo, um, scrubberoo and mac and cheese, baby. I did get to set a guy on fire, that was cool. I mean, not like very extensively, but that sim that she set on fire was Malcolm Landgrab. So don't worry about it, he deserved it. Yes, apparently, there are sims that people canonically hate. So you can set them on fire if you wish. Through magic. Through magic. Wrapped in magic. Wrapped in magic. <laughs> oh, man. I wish we could get a Twin Peaksy episode in here. I know. Hey, look, I wish we could get a psych episode in here. We all want for things, you know? There's not a single psych episode with a witch. I don't think so. I mean, the premise of the whole show is fake psychic, but I don't think they ever do like a a Blair Witch ripoff or anything like that. Well, I know they actually do do like a Blair Witch ripoff. That was but like it's a very like specific a, thing to be like they don't have and then like, oh, well, they do have that. They do have that, but it's not like, it's more like Isn't a Isn't it big for a foot. Bigfoot? Yeah. yeah. But it, I think it definitely, they definitely do some homages to it. Regardless, okay. the point being... Everybody go buy The Sims. <laughs> this has all been an ad for me to become an <laughs> EA game changer so that I can get e early access to the packs. Thank you. Wow. Um, who knew? Who knew? 
I've been hoodwinked. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, it was good. Um, do you have any, any wrapping up parting thoughts about the Sims? I mean, I think I've made my feelings on it very clear throughout this podcast. I think it's a, it's a good time. You know, like I think, (laughs) I think the Sims helps greatly with a lot of problems (laughs) in my life. The only thing it doesn't help me with is getting things done in real life. Sienna's out here like plotting actual conversations that she's had in real life in the Sims to be like, how would it play out if I (laughs) set this person on fire? (laughs) What if I scrubber rude them? um so yeah yeah I mean same here I really enjoyed it um and you know for us muggles that never got our letter to Hogwarts I think this is probably as close as we'll ever get to play acting as uh, an actual magic caster it's a ton of fun also do you remember the fact that when you were done building the house we were playing the game for a little bit and you got an invitation to a party and we just went and danced for literally like 14 hours like we went to a sims party for hours just to get my dance skills up like four points (laughs) yes she really wanted to do the group dance numbers with everyone (laughs) and Katy perry slayed y'all oh my goodness Wow. Yeah, so I think this is a resounding Twitch's stamp of approval to go play The Sims 4. Honestly, this has been like probably my favorite of our recents. Of I our agree. Recents I think ep- we episodes. needed a shake up, you know, and this is a fun way to shake it up. I'm glad I finally convinced you to do it. I mean, if you were here more often and if, you know, traveling were more allowed and um, if the world weren't terrible, I would definitely be playing sims making magic with you and if you're a listener and you want us to do a sims making magic part two when i'm on my way back down let us know you can tweet at us or instagram us at twitch's podcast you can also feel free to uh download our sims off the gallery and you can also leave us a voice memo if you follow that link in your podcast do you have to give them like a name to like download our Sims off the gallery? Like your, your I will use, I will go ahead and use a hashtag when I upload it. I will use the hashtag Twitch's podcast and then you should be able to find it that way. Nice. I can't how, imagine anyone else is going to be using that. <laughs> we could have super stamps. What if, don't oh know. my gosh, what if someone has made us and we don't even know? Wow. If you make us as Sims, use the hashtag Twitch's podcast when you <laughs> upload them to the gallery because I want to see, especially if you don't know us in real life and you're just making this based off of our voices. Uh, I think other than that, we know what we're going to do next time. Um, so if you care to join us, we are going to cover... <laughs> We're going to cover the Witches of Eastwick, the 1987 movie with Michelle Pfeiffer and Cher, as if you needed another reason to watch that. That's what we're going to do. Um, looking forward to it. And uh, although this didn't come up while we were playing Sims, I feel like it probably could. <laughs> you guys... Actually, this is interesting. They don't even have, I don't think they even have these, this, I don't think they have love spells in The Sims 4. I think they're responsible <laughs> magic people. Quick sidetrack before we wrap up this episode, but wasn't there like a Sims Valentine's 
something? Valentine's no, pack? Valentine's there was room? This, there was a Sims. In the original Sims, there was a heart-shaped vibrating bed. <laughs> I remember the heart. Wasn't there a heart-shaped tub? Yes, a hot tub, a heart-shaped hot tub. It was like a big scandal recently in the Sims community because the Sims just celebrated its 20th anniversary and they gave us just a regular hot tub and that was like the celebration and everyone was like you didn't even do the heart-shaped bed like you didn't even do something iconic you just did a regular hot tub wow yeah there's like a lot of drama in the sims 4 community recently so we're not gonna get into that that is Um, not what we're here for worried about it (laughs) i you know what i'll do i will see if i can level up our witches before i come back down and then the next time we play we can play with two super powerful katie perry and russell brantz (laughs) thank you i would like you to focus on katie perry and russell brant um brant while you're uh up there in vermont please thank you i'll do my best awesome um, okay, Nito, awesome, cool. You all don't do love spells for the love of all things. You Simoleon. like the Sims 4 team. Don't do love spells. Don't do love spells. Okay, all right. We'll see um, you soon. Bye.